Hello, you are listening to the Bethel Atlanta Sermon of the Week. We hope you enjoy this message. For more information about Bethel Atlanta, visit www.bethelatlanta.com. Look at that, lively. We're lively. All right. Well, I'm going to speak on alignment. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's oh, uh, first I got to do a couple things. Um, I had a word. Oh, where'd she go? Blue, blue dress um, in the back back here. Hi, what's your name? Kristen. Kristen, I, I had a word for you. I saw you uh, during worship. I heard the Lord say you're a worshiper. And um, I saw you in like unra- being completely unraveled in worship. It may be dance, it may be however, but completely like uh, unyielded, like you're just let everything go and you're in this place of radical, radical, um, unraveled worship with him. And I heard the Lord say, um, meet me there. I have, I'm going to answer the question that you have on your heart, and in that place of intimacy, I'm going to show up and bring you uh, the answer, solution, and the next step. So I'm going to bless you with that, okay? <clears throat> um, I, I had a word for someone named James. Is there a James in the house? James, we got two. Jims. Jims, okay. Jim, if you're Jim or James, stand up, if you don't mind. Jimmy, thanks guys, thanks. Um, okay, okay, we got a lot of them, good. So here's, here's, what I, here's the word that I heard. Um, I heard this this morning. Uh, you've had a season of wandering and wondering and it ends today. The Lord is gonna show up and answer the question that's been on your heart of what you've been desiring and seeking and today's the day that it changes and the Lord's bringing uh, insight, um, a gift of wisdom to you and insight and discernment uh, about the future, and he's inviting you into a, a, a lap encounter. I'm sorry, I literally just heard it. A lap encounter where you're climbing on his lap and he's whispering things into your ear. Through intimacy, he's revealing his heart for your future. So we just bless you guys for that. Thanks, Jimmy. <clears throat> yeah, so, so Lauren asked, hey, will you speak on this? Um, I think, you know, she's done a, Lauren's done a phenomenal job at really just kind of keeping this prophetic word, I, I think I shared about this last week a little bit, with, uh, of Paul Manwaring, of just, hey, revisit these foundations of these different rooms that you've been in in these different locations, because there's things in these different locations and those foundations that are here in this room here. And so she's done a phenomenal job at mining this, challenging us even as a, as a team of, of like, how, how, what are the things we remember about these different places and kind of like, we're just mining it and developing of like, what is the Lord doing in this season? How do we partner with it? Um, and, and, and just really like, you know, uh, g- glean all that we can out of the prophetic word that he's spoken over us. And so she's done a phenomenal job at that. And I feel like today I'll probably touch on a couple of those foundational things, but I think what I'm, what I'm, I'm gonna do is kind of a little bit, do a thread through the bigger picture of like the prophetic words from uh, uh, James Gall and Paul Manwaring that, and then the bigger thread of what he's doing with us as a whole in relation to our visiting and revisiting the foundations. That makes sense? 
So, um, I'm going to start somewhere if I remember where I'm at. Oh, that's right. Let's uh, let's talk about. Okay, so I'm going to read this James Gall word. This is the word that Lauren was referencing. That um, on that call. Um, he released this word and then Bill was rereading it and saying this was for Bethel Atlanta. There's quite a bit to it, but I'm gonna focus probably on just a chunk of it, but this is the word. Jesus showed me, this is uh, the Lord speaking to James Gall. Are you guys familiar with James Gall? Yeah. Are you guys familiar, okay, prophetic seer? <clears throat> um, the, Jesus showed me the arrival of earth, on, uh, the arrival on earth of a special company of angels that he called the angels of speed and mobility. Jesus said to me, many of my people are seriously delayed in relation to the calendar of events for their destiny. These angels have come to confront the principality of delay. The Holy Spirit showed me that this principality of delay is a strong man spirit that manipulates human events to make delay look normal instead of a spiritual hindrance. Mm. I might have to read this again. These, <laughs> these angels of speed and mobility have a measuring line to measure and audit our current level of alignment to the kingdom of God in order to shift us into a total alignment with the will of God for our lives. I should do it again. I should do it again. Jesus showed me the arrival on earth of a special company of angels that he called the angels of speed and mobility. Jesus said to me, many of my people are seriously delayed. Yeah, I feel like we just need to take a second. Like, I even just close your eyes and just, I feel like there's a, a profound um, breakthrough and uh, spiritual awakening, even just in hearing the prophetic word. Many of my people are seriously delayed in relation to the calendar of events for their destiny. These angels have come to confront this, the principality of delay. The Holy Spirit showed me this principality of delay is a strong man's spirit that manipulates human events to make delay look normal instead of a spiritual hindrance. Yeah, re- soak that in, just receive it. I feel like adjustments are happening in the room just even as we're reading it. These angels of speed and mobility have a measuring line to measure and audit our current level of alignment to the kingdom in order to shift us into total alignment with the will of God for our lives. Yeah, thank you, Jesus. Lord, we just pray this morning that we would just just glean what you're doing in this hour in, in relation to what it means for us personally, in relation to what it means for us corporately. Lord, we just pray that you give us eyes to see, ears to hear. Lord, we just say we come with humble spirits saying, adjust us. Bring us into alignment with what you're doing with your body on the earth. We just say, come confront. Let these angels come confront the spirit of delay that's in our lives. Give us eyes to see the things that delay that appear normal. But give us eyes to see that they're actually a spiritual hindrance. And we even just release the angels of speed and mobility this morning just to go about with the measuring line auditing us in our alignment with the kingdom. In your purposes, in your dreams.
dreams. We just give you full permission. So then Paul Manwaring came, uh, I think it was about a month later, and, um, and then he, he released this word. There's a resetting of the foundation. Don't forget the other rooms while in this rooms, uh, while in this room. There's things in the other rooms that are in this room. Um, we're, we're being taken back to the raw principles of our faith. Uh, he quoted Zechariah. Um, that in Zechariah, I'll give you the keys to a generation, was I think what the Lord told him in, through Zechariah, that book, that he would receive keys to a generation. And then he brought, he, he mentioned the plumb line, that the plumb line is for building upwards, and the season of building upwards is upon you, is what Paul said over Bethel Atlanta, that the season of building upwards is upon you. And so um, I really wanted to like this morning kind of like just, again, put a thread. My name's Weber. Did you know this? And if you're, if you're from, the, it's, it's a German name, Swedish name, and it's Weber, Weber, uh, Weber, uh, Weber, Weber. Is that right? Where's the hiker? Correct me. Huh? Weber. Weber. There you go. See, she hiker. She got me. <laughs> Weber. But it, it's, it's actually, um, uh, what, it, what it means is weaver. Someone that weaves. So I do underwater basket weaving courses. If you guys are interested, we can, we'll get that on our classes. But, uh, but like, so like this is, it's funny because it's actually what I do a lot of, right? It's even what I want to do this morning is just kind of weave together these prophetic, overarching prophetic words in, in addition to what Lauren's been doing with revisiting these foundations that it's all part of a bigger picture. And so I really just kind of want to weave it all together and... Um, Hi, mom. I gotta say hi, mom. She's, I think she may have texted me. <laughs> uh, so, so I want to kind of weave, weave that all together so we can get a little bit of a bigger picture even of how to partner with what he's doing in this season. Does that make sense? So there's a couple words. Um, I'm gonna read Zechariah uh, out of four. Um, again, there's a lot going on in all of this. We're gonna probably just even focus on a couple things, but even the season, of, um, the season of alignment that we're in and the season of building upwards that we're in is a very large, like there, I feel like there's a very large thing happening in the spirit, but we're gonna just like focus on a couple of them. So uh, Zechariah 4, 9, the hands of Zerubbabel have laid the foundation of this house and his hands will finish it. Then you will know that the Lord of hosts has sent me to you. For who has despised the day of small beginnings? But these seven will be glad when they see the plumb line in the hand of Zerubbabel. These are the eyes of the Lord which range to and fro throughout the earth. And so there's this something significant about the hands are in the, the, the plumb line is in the hands of Zerubbabel, the builder, the builder who laid the foundation. And now he's got the plumb line in his hand. And so the plumb line is what builds upwards. So Lauren said, hey, we probably need to know what a plumb line is. I don't know that everyone knows what this is. So anybody, who, who, who knows what a plumb line is? Oh, look at that, look at all them hands. So this is a plumb line. I, I, we were in a staff meeting the other day and I, I looked up and Ron's standing there like this with the plumb line in his hand in the Bible and I'm like, I don't know what's getting ready to go down, but I'm all in, this feels good. <laughs> so, so this is a plumb line and the idea, it, not idea, it's a principle, um, it works with gravity, right? So gravity is a law of physics, physics, physics law. I, you tell I'm educated. Uh, and, and basically, if the line was longer, what you'd be able to see is if you put it here, you'll see how it aligned 
this podium is, the up and down part of the podium. Does it make sense? Are you guys tracking? So this is the, we've got the measuring line to measure the foundation. If you're looking at the floor that measures the foundation, but then this is what's going to measure your, the alignment of your posts. If you look here and see these studs and these beams, like that's what's going to measure, uh, align your upward part of your building. Does that make sense? So it's what's what they call plumb, you know, before we had levels. This is what a piece. I bought that in an antique store in near Moravian Falls. So there's stuff on that. Good stuff. But uh, so uh, so that's that's the plumb. So when when he says you know the 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 season of building upwards, and Paul says Paul Manwaring says the building season of building upwards is upon you. The, it's Zerubbabel with a level the plumb line in his hand. Now what's interesting is that there are two things going on. Is the season of the plumb line and uh, uh, building upwards is upon you. But don't forget the foundational pieces that got you here. Don't forget the things that are in the foundation. This is the, what we've been doing, that revisiting these foundational uh, uh, principles of who we are as Bethel Atlanta, that we're supernatural people, that we hear the Lord, we run and we obey, that we are people of risk, that we are people who dream, that we are literally sitting in a dream. Like, look around, like this is a dream, the property is a dream. Like it's, you know, he goes back to Steve uh, Hale sitting in the prayer house and opening up dreaming with God and having an encounter. And then that spurred on the birth of Bethel Atlanta. Like we are all sitting in a dream that once was just a dream. And so our birth in our DNA is that we're dreamers. And Lauren challenged us a few, maybe as a month or so ago, can we be dreamers who dream as if we've never been disappointed? And so there's these foundational pieces that we're revisiting on purpose to remind us what got us here. And even Jen was going after it this morning during uh, uh, communion that we can't, for, we can't forget. Even Lauren during uh, offering with the declarations, like we gotta remember. This is like the stones of remembrance. Israel was instructed early on, have these stones of remembrance. Don't forget what got you here, the works of the Lord. And so we're finding these different principles in our foundation that we're remembering because the season of building upward is upon us. And if we forget what our foundation is, your, your, your upwards is only going to be as good and as broad as your foundation is going to be. Right? So if you build a skyscraper in the city, that foundation is, you know, how many are familiar, right? It's got to go super deep. Super wide, like it, it, it has to get, you know, anchored in the earth. And that determines how high you're going to build. This is a word for someone. Some of you have been waiting and wondering why it's taking so long for your upward season to be coming along. And it's because your foundation's been needing to be so big and deep to sustain how big and wide your upwards building is going to be that it's taking time and you're watching everyone around you building their upwards while you're still in the foundation and you've been in a season of disappointment and the Lord's correcting that this morning. He's adjusting that and saying, I've been along with you along the way and I've been adjusting your foundation to meet just how big the upwards building is gonna be. So, so this is what we've been doing is just remembering we're pioneers, we're family. 
We're a family that gathers around his presence. We're, you know, I love the, the lunch on the lawn last week and, the, uh, you know, Kristen and Michaela and, and the family team really kind of like charged, uh, you know, took the charge on all of that and it was beautiful. But that's, a, that's, a, that's a, an example of us stewarding this word that we are a people of family. Let's not forget it. I'm getting ahead of myself. We'll get back there. So, so we've been in this, that, that we're radical worshipers. You know, I think that was a charge early on. I remember first coming here and, and hearing, you know, Steve say like, like, you know, when you come in, we want to be like from the first note, from the first note, we're engaged. We're not waiting for three songs to warm us up because we manage ourselves on our way in and on our way through the week. We are the worshipers. It's who we are. This is part of our DNA just as a believer, but it's the DNA of this house that when we come in, we come in bringing our overflow. And when we come in, that's why it's important when you're not here, we feel it in the room because your overflow is missing. And when your overflow is here, we come in with our overflow and then we have a corporate experience that you can't have anywhere else. And so this is part of our DNA that we are radical worshipers from the first note. So these are these different things and these different foundational, this is like one of those we were remembering in the Living Proof. How many remember Living Proof? Were you at the Living Proof days? Saturday night church. We went to a Saturday night church in the middle of all of it. I mean, that's, <laughs> and then, and there was like, there was moments where we couldn't end the worship. Like I, I, like I got up and tried to end and like literally started manifesting and like handed the mic to somebody else. I couldn't. And then somebody else did the same thing. And it's like, there was just like these moments of like, we are a place of worship that houses the presence of God and we give him permission to do what he wants to do. So these are just different foundational principles that we're, we're, we're touching on. But um, the, the purpose is that we are, remembering what got us here. And so I've even been challenged personally, you know, in the midst of this journey. So one of the things we realized in the midst of this, like we're mining these words, is that uh, when Bethel Atlanta, how many were here were the ABC days? Look at you, bless you guys. Come on, we can honor these guys. ABC, come on, you've been here for a minute, honor them. That's pre-me. <laughs> that when, when Bethel Atlanta left ABC, it went to a church in a trailer, a mobile church. And that, that initiated a season that the focus became uh, 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 primarily on service, Sunday services. And what fell to the wayside, it, we, we literally went back to, we need to focus on food, shelter, and water. Literally, like the tent, we were like, we need water. Where's water? Let's get water bottles in. We need water. It's hot. We need, we need shelter. Remember the tent season? <laughs> we don't have shelter. Let's get some flies. Mike, can you help us? Like, we figure this out. Like, all our energy and focuses and efforts went to basic needs of a body to happen on a weekly basis. What fell to the wayside were pieces of things that got us here, like risk. Not risk like we're gonna risk having church because there's a tornado warning and we, let's gamble. I mean, we believe. <laughs> there was some of that, but that's not like that. We're, not, we're talking about like the risk of like, I, I'm gonna jump, I'm gonna go into the city and hit the streets. 
Like the, there, there's elements of what we've done as a body that fell to the wayside because, simply because of resources, time, energy, and effort, money. And so like we initiated and had a season that lasted six years. And so there's things that suffered that are pieces of our foundation, which feels why it's so significant. Paul Manwaring is like, hey, you're getting ready to build upwards. Don't forget what got you here. And so even remembering, I'm even being personally challenged of like, man, I've only been here in, the tents, uh, in this season. I wasn't here in ABC days. I don't remember what it was like to just show up at a church and joy and then go off and do supernatural signs and wonders. I'm like, it's all hands on deck, make Sunday morning happen and, and somehow make sure we're all together in it because we're taking people from tent to tent, to building to building. Like that's a wild season to be in as a church. And so when, when, when I'm being convicted of like, oh, you, you know, it's for this week um, I was asked to, um, uh, some friends at our gym asked, hey, can you come do um, um, uh, communion? We want to do a communion worship night at our house. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. I love that. Yeah, I'll do communion. I'll share a little bit, do communion. Well, we couldn't find a worship. Our worship people fell off. And then, and he go, and then I get a message. She goes, hey, do you play an instrument? And I'm like, well, I mean, <laughs> I do. She goes, I go, yeah. I'm like, fine. I'm like, look, it's going to be like a set list, 15 years old, but I'll put a set list together. <laughs> so, so I show up, and where this was last night, it was awesome. I'm, so I do worship, and I'm laughing because in the moment, I'm hearing the Lord. Do you remember what got you here? This was me 20 years ago in a, my office, just pouring my heart out and soul to the Lord and a psalmist Davidic type of worship that I'm encountering him and this is the birthplace of who I am. Yeah. And even here in this moment, the Lord's reminding me, don't forget what got you here. Don't forget what got you here. You know, um, I, I was challenged, Steve Backlund was here and um, you know, he was, he had that book, the Declare It book. You, you guys remember when Steve was here? How many of you guys here? So he had a Declare It book, and I was like, oh, I got to get that for Jocelyn. You know, I'm like, I got to get that for Jocelyn. That's a, that's a fundamental piece of, of my history. And, uh, and he ends up giving it to her. He throws it at her, and it was cool. I was like, yeah. But, uh, but I remembered in that moment, I'm thinking, I told Jocelyn to come up, and I was telling her about all that, and I said, hey, I'm like thinking she doesn't know. This man's ministry changed my life. The fact that we have a mindset renewal and we declare things and put things on our mouth and over the years of having him show up in my life and give prophetic words and, and, and what the message that he carries has shaped me. And here I want this for my daughter, but I'm realizing I've forgotten what got me here. What am I doing today with this? And so I'm even being convicted over just even the last few years of like, you know, we're building a building and it was all about getting the building done. And, and it wasn't pretty sometimes on multiple levels. And it, thankfully it came out beautiful. But like my focus is here. And the Lord's like correcting me with this alignment word saying you've been distracted. That was an assignment, but it's not your call. Like this is what you were putting your hands to, but it's time to repent and change the way you think because how you thought in this season isn't gonna work in this season you're, I'm calling you into now. And so I feel like this is all tied, this is my own personal experience with some of this where the, you know, the angels are coming along and they're coming up to us and they're saying, 
is out of alignment, looking at us next to it. They're coming, it says, they come with an audit, with a measuring line to measure the foundations, coming with an audit. How aligned are they? And you, you know what it says? This is what's so powerful. That, that prophetic word says, they, they come, the speed and mobility, have a measuring line and measure and audit our current level of alignment to the kingdom of God in order to shift us into total alignment. That what's happening is things that are happening in the spirit that we're not aware of because they're coming in and adjusting us. Like a chiropractor, anybody, there's multiple views on chiropractic care, I get it. But like, <laughs> like when you go in, they, they right, the philosophy is we're gonna adjust you to align you so that your body can do what it needs to do. So your body's not in the way. Huh. You might have different philosophy, but that'll preach. <laughs> The, the, the angels are coming, they're aligning us and adjusting us. And so I believe that there's been some of us in the room in the last few months that have had absolute wild adjustments in your life that you're confused. Like, I don't understand. This isn't anywhere on my radar. This wasn't what I was thinking or planning, but there's an adjustment that's happening and it's this. That the angels are coming with an audit line saying, you're a little bit out of alignment. We're going to adjust you back so that you can get out of your own way. And the spirit of delay gets out of the way to cause you to actually get in alignment with the purposes of the kingdom of God. <laughs> and so it, it's, again, I feel like I'm weaving this, like there's a bigger thing going on as we're revisiting the foundations, the things that are in the foundation of Bethel Atlanta. There's, there's a bigger thing going on when, um, you know, even when I was at that communion thing last night, the, the guy leading it, he, he's, he, says, he says this, he goes, hey, there's like, you know, lots of believers around the room. And he goes, hey, he felt, he says, I feel like there's more. He's like, it's great. We live a great life. Like God's good. He's blessed us. We have fun. He goes, but I feel like the Lord's calling me to more. Like there's something other, like there's something more, like we should be singing spiritual songs one to another. We should be charging each other spiritually, not just enjoying the life of a believer that's blessed and abundant, which is gonna go back to a word Lindy had a year or two ago with Hezekiah. She had a dream, it's a drink in Hezekiah, and the gist of it really quickly is he had, an, Hezekiah was a king, he had an option. Would you like to live in another 15 years of blessing and be done, or would you like to uh, put in some hard work so that your kids' kids actually get blessed? And he chose, I wanna live in the 15 years of blessing and be done. And it was a challenge to us. It's still all tied similar that we can be living in a blessed life of the abundant life that we're, we, we experience with Jesus and, and what he died for us to have. But we can set up camp as opposed to pushing the ball forward for our kids' kids. That what are we putting our hands to that's causing uh, our kids' kids to receive an inheritance or a legacy that might mean I still have to do some hard work? I might have to do some internal work. I might have to go through healing. I might have to go through, I might have to face giants in my life that I don't really need to because I make a good living and it could be, we can be just fine. But those giants you continue to slay are the ones that get slayed for their legacy and your generations to come. And so I feel like it's all, it's all connected 
with this, this assignment that as he begins to challenge us and say the season of alignment of building upwards is upon you, that what are we building? And how are we partnering with what he's doing in the, in not just in the moment of the season, but personally, because what he's doing in you is part of the corporate breakthrough. So Bill said this, I, I, I won't get all the stuff, but he kind of gave some insight after that word. Um, he said this, he said, this is when he said, hey, it's for you, this is for you, Lauren. He said, hey, these things need to be spoken. So this is going off of the, um, the spirit of delay is a strong man. The spirit manipulates human events and make delay look like normal instead of spiritual hindrances. These angels of speed and mobility have a measuring line coming to uh, measure and audit the current level of alignment in the kingdom of God in order to shift us into total alignment. And he says, these things need to be spoken. They need to be declared that, uh, um, that as in Psalms 103, thank you. It says, bless the Lord, you his angels, mighty in strength, who perform his word, obeying the voice of his word. That there's something that happens when we declare the voice of the word of God that we hear, that the angels hear the voice of God and they go to work to bring it to pass. And that this is, this is what Bill says, he says, he says it needs to be spoken and declared. Angelic realm recognizes. He references Psalms 103 and the angels give attention to the word and the voice of his word. His word when God speaks. The voice of his word is when, we, when he speaks it into our heart and until we speak it, the angels don't hear it. Until we put it on our lips, they don't recognize their assignment. I like, he says this, I like hearing from the Father and making decrees. When I say something that came from the heart of the Father, they know their job is to enforce that. And he says, take this word to heart. Issue angels of speed and mobility related to, okay, this is another, we'll have to get into this section another time because there's more on the assignment piece. But uh, he says, um, get the heart of God and put it into a decree. And so, so I, I wanna kind of charge us, this is kind of where I wanna land is charge us. Here's, an, here's our action item we get to take away of this big thing that's happening that's all a part of us revisiting these foundations. It's all a part of us as Bethel Atlanta. It's about us personally and where we're going and what we're doing. But there's a piece that you play in the bigger puzzle, the brick, there's the brick right there, right? So like there's a, there's, a, there's a spot that you carry there that when you're not there, it's empty. Lauren did that last week or two weeks ago when she shared of like when, 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 when you don't show up, it's empty. And if we get back to building, it only works because it's all put together. And so there's, there's a piece and what that looks like is, is you showing up in your assignment that you're, 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 you're called to put your hands to something, to, to build something, to push the ball forward. And that when you're doing that piece, that's an aspect of the kingdom of heaven that's happening on the earth that nobody else can do. We're getting into another message, but I'll stay here. So here's what I feel like he's, he's, he's aligning. He's aligning us in our identity, who you are. He's aligning us in, in whose you are, the intimacy. And then he's aligning us in what we're here for. So there's the who you are, the, that you're a son, that you're supernatural, that there's these foundational pieces that, that got us here, that I'm a worshiper, that there's, there's these pieces that he's realigning and reminding, like this is, this is who you are, this is what got you here. 
There's the who you are, the intimacy that, oh, I, 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 I need utmost reliability, a dependence upon the Father and the intimate connection with him. Because it's not that I'm putting good ideas on my lips to make angels go to work for me. It's that I'm getting the heart of the Father and I'm putting those decrees on my lips and the angels hear the word of the Lord and then they go to work. This isn't just good ideas. This is, this is the lap. What did I say? It was a great word, the lap something. Lap, see, I can't remember. It was good though. But this is the lap thing I was talking over the Jameses. Like, lap season. Like, I'm gonna, the, you know, we climb into the lap of the heart of the Father. There's an intimacy thing that's being realigned. There's a reconnection with our, our spiritually with him. That, and not just him, but also with family and with friends. The father, family, and friends, he's realigning our connections with one another. That was the beauty about the grave clothes. That, you, know, uh, that, you know who took off the grave clothes? It was the people around him. When Lazarus came out, it was the people around him that undressed him. We need the community and family and connection. What we have, requires us to be vulnerable and all these things, these things that we've been like mining and developing in our culture here, it's been intentional for these purposes. And so he's aligning us in these areas. And then the what you're here for. This is the, the pieces of our, 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 what we're putting our hands to and what we're called to, whether that's career, or whether that's your vocation, or whether that's your ministry, or whether that's just simply you being a believer. That he's, the angels are bringing alignment and are adjusting. Because I believe we've spent probably four years getting confused with assignments. I believe, I, I, I heard a word in 2020 that new assignments were being released and I believe people put, picked up tools that were like David grabbing Saul's armor. I believe people picked up assignments that weren't theirs even though new assignments were being issued. And so I think we've been in a season where we've been confused with what we're putting our hands to and what we're, are we remembering? Like this was, you went had a conference a couple of weeks ago and you know, uh, business leaders from around the nation came in and, and we got to serve them. And even me, I'm like breathing for the first time. I'm like, oh, that's right. This is what we were doing. We were serving the nation. We were serving the body. We're equipping the body. We're training them. We're activating them in this realm of influence. We're active. This is, this is, that's right. We're not just doing Sunday morning service. <laughs> like even I'm getting this correction with the alignment of like, remember what got you here. Remember what you were doing. Remember. So I, this is, yeah, I won't get that. So this is, it feels like this is like the challenge for us in this season. So how do we partner? Okay. I'm glad you asked. So how do we partner? We'll, we'll land the plane. Is It's imperative that we take one fundamental piece, if I remember like what got me here, it's putting the words of the Lord on my lips. And so, you know, if, if y'all went to ministry school or anyone to ministry school and you learned about the power of prophetic declaration and, and declaring things over you, because this is what helps us to, you know, renew our mind, like you would have put like sticky notes on your mirror that says, I, you know, I'm, a, I'm called to the nations. I'm called to, uh, to arenas. I'm called to stadiums. I'm called to preach the gospel. I'm called to the mission field. I'm, 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 a, I'm, I'm you know, your identity is I'm a son. I'm a worshiper. I'm, you know, these different things. And it helps us to write, remind, repent 
who we are and it puts us into alignment with what he's called us to be. And so our action item this morning coming out of this is what has the Lord called you? Who are you? Whose are you? What are you, what are you here for? And, and, and can, we, can you literally write, like I wrote a list of declarations and I would like drive 10 minutes to work and I'd read them out loud on my way, right? Like, can you put a list of declarations and read them out loud daily, twice a day? I don't know. It took us a long time to think the way we think. It's going to take us a minute to get unlearned, unlearn it. <laughs> so that's, this is our challenge of, of in, in, we, getting the heart of the Father, who we are, whose we are, what we're here for, putting them on a list, and beginning to make these declarations. Because even as Lauren was describing through the uh, uh, offering time, like we, the, we do these declarations not because we're like, it's a bless me club. It's because we're partnering with what the Lord said. This is a principle. This is a law of the spirit that your words will create worlds. Your tongue is a rudder. What you put on your lips is gonna be where you go. Where do you wanna go? We gotta get the heart of the Father and put it on our lips so that we're going the direction that he's calling us to go, which is gonna be a first step in building upwards. Amen? All right, when'd you guys stand? If you receive this word, say, I receive it. Lord, we thank you for what you're doing with us at Bethel Atlanta. We thank you for what you're doing personally, but we also thank you for what you're doing corporately, just the body of Christ, Lord, the Big C Church, and how you're bringing us into alignment with your purposes and intention and your dreams over the earth and our partnership with that. Lord, I just ask that we would just, uh, uh, I just release that we would release a, a grace for encounters with your presence and encounters with your face and encounters with your voice. Lord, that we would hear your heart for us. Hear your heart for who we are. Hear your heart for whose we are and your connection with us, Lord. Hear your heart for, for what you've called us to, Lord. And, and God, I just release a, 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 just a, a, a grace for, for writing it down. Writing it down and saying it out loud. And even though it's awkward, we say it anyway until it feels true. So, Lord, we just thank you. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for what you're calling us, and we bless you in Jesus' name. Amen? All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to the Sermon of the Week. To stay connected with Bethel Atlanta, visit www.bethelatlanta.com.